You're listening to News Hour from the BBC. I'm Julian Marshall. The campaign group Human Rights Watch has urged the authorities in Dubai to reveal the whereabouts of one of the daughters of the Emirates ruler Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Sheikha Latifa is said to have attempted to escape in order to live a freer life abroad. This is a video she released before attempting to flee. I'm making this video because it could be the last video I make. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty soon I'm going to be leaving somehow. And I'm not so sure of the outcome, but I'm 99% positive it will work. But witnesses say the yacht she used to make her escape was stormed by security forces off the Indian coast and she was returned to Dubai. She hasn't been heard from since. Well, one of those witnesses is longtime resident of Dubai, Tina Yahyainam, who says she actually helped Latifa to escape with the help of a former French spy, Hervé Jobert. She got to know Latifa many years ago through her work as a martial arts instructor. Over time, Latifa opened up about her unhappiness at home and she agreed to help her leave. They travelled overland by car to Oman where they boarded a yacht en route, en route for India. Uh, Tina Yawi Annam takes up the story. Basically, we uh, spent eight days at sea and um, during the last two days, we realised that uh, we were followed by um, different boats. There was also a um, search and rescue plane above us. So we realised that um, someone was following us. So tell me what, what actually happened when the boat was intercepted. Um, so it was the uh, 4th of uh, March uh, in the evening. Uh, myself and Latifa, we were slightly concerned what was going on. However, we thought we would try to get some sleep. So we went down to our uh, cabin. Very soon after, we started hearing noises from uh, the upper deck that sounded like gunshots. So after that, we locked ourselves um, to the bathroom and we were hugging each other. We were very, very scared because we realized that someone had come after Latifa. Soon after, when we came out from the, the bathroom, the, the cabin was filled with uh, smoke. So we couldn't breathe or see in front of us. And uh, we had to go upstairs to the upper deck. At the top of the, the stairs, there was men, which later on uh, turned out to be Indian special forces. We had uh, multiple guns pointed at us uh, with laser sights. At that point, uh, Latifa and myself were separated. Um, I was pushed to the floor and my hands were tied behind my back. I saw a pond of blood on my left side, so I got very scared because I thought either Airway or one of the crew members were already dead. It was very, very scary. Later on, two men grabbed me and they took me um, to the outer deck and they were pushing me towards the railing. They were pushing my head towards the water and they were threatening to shoot my brain out. I was told to uh, close my eyes or they would shoot me. After that, I was taken uh, to the front deck where I saw Latifa lying on the floor and her hands were also tied behind her back. There was a lot of uh, those Indian uh, commandos, I would say. Um, they were all dressed in black. They were very, very rude. Um, they were shouting, they were yelling. 
Um, Latifa kept on repeating that she's seeking for political asylum and nobody was listening to her. The men were threatening to shoot me if I wasn't closing my eyes again. And Latifa kept on defending me. And you were taken ashore, were you, you, Hervé and Latifa? Or you don't know what happened to Latifa? No, this, this all took place in the international waters. So we were about 30 miles off the shore outside Goa. But what happened next? I mean, you, you were taken into custody, were you, by the Indians? Uh, what happened next? I started hearing Arabic and someone was... Someone came to the boat to um, identify Latifa, and she was uh, kicking and screaming. She said, rather shoot me here, just don't take me back to UAE. And uh, soon after, she was taken away. And um, the yacht was boarded by um, Emirati military men. And basically, they uh, in the morning, we changed the course towards UAE. So you and Ave were returned to the UAE. You didn't know at that point what had happened to Latifa. At that point, I wasn't sure what happened to Latifa, but I assume she was taken with the helicopter and later on with plane back to UAE. How, how long were you held, you in the UAE after that? Uh, nearly two weeks. And you were questioned? Um, yes, the interrogation went on for hours and hours through the night even. They were basically threatening me with a death penalty, with a life in prison. Um, they made me understand that what I had done was like stabbing the ruler of Dubai in the back. And I thought I had just helped my best friend to get some freedom. Because you can quite understand, can't you, how the UAE authorities might have seen this differently, that the Sheikh's daughter Latifa had been kidnapped by two foreign nationals, which is perhaps why they asked the Indian authorities to intervene. But you say that Latifa was with you of her own free will and uh, wanted to be away from the UAE. Yes, definitely. Um, Latifa had um, tried to escape already in 2002 and her sister had tried to escape. There would be no doubt that this was a kidnapping. She also contacted her family saying that she has left UAE for various reasons. There was also an Instagram post where she was clearly explaining the reasons why she wanted to leave. But you were eventually released from imprisonment in the UAE? Yes, I was, yes. With any kind of explanation or was there any kind of final message to you? Well, basically, um, I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement not to speak about anything what happened on the boat, not to talk about uh, the interrogation, um, never to contact Latifa again or speak badly about the rulers. Do you know where Latifa is at the moment? I don't know about Latifa's whereabouts, no. Nobody has heard from her ever since. And you did this for Latifa as... A friend. Did you expect any payment? Have you received any payment? No, I have not received any payment. Um, I knew the risks with this operation, but I wanted to help my friend. Did Eve Joubert receive any payment? Um, the only payment that there was was to, to cover the cost of this operation. You can understand that it's, it's quite costly to, to bring a yacht from, uh, all the way from the Philippines and, and for the rest of it. 
Because Dubai government sources have told the French news agency that this was all a plot by Qatar to discredit the UAE. But no involvement, as far as you're concerned, by Qatar in any of this? Uh, no, there is no involvement from Qatar. But uh, looking at the current political situation in the Gulf, it's very easy to to come with such accusations and blame Qatari involvement and, or anything else. Do you have any regrets about what you did? No, I would I would do it again. If Latifa would ask me to help, I would be willing to help her. Of course, um, I now realize that we should have used different ways to escape. That's the only regret, really. That was Tina Yayayanam. And the authorities in Dubai have told the BBC they can't respond to the allegations for legal reasons, but added that some of those making them are accused of criminal activity. And a time check. It's 2045 GMT in London.